Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. We hope you enjoy the show and please feel free to leave us a review. It really does help. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram or head over to www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk or our sponsor, Evolution Financial Planning for regulated advice on www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk forward slash podcast. Hey, and welcome back to uh, this week's show. And this is part of a mini series on how to be your own wealth planner. And today we're talking about how to plan your money goals. So last week we talked about how to set your money goals. um, And this week we're going to talk about how to plan your money goals. So last week we already now know what we want to achieve and we know what um, we want to do by the end of say the year so how does that break down I'm sharing my screen with you again however those I understand on the podcast you may want to hop over to YouTube the way you can see the visuals um, so what we want to do now is before we know exactly um, what we want to achieve. So I'm just squicking back a little bit. We had the, either a savings goal or a debt to clear or an investment goal. So we know what we want to achieve in either 12 months, medium term might be five years or 10 years. It might be more thinking further ahead, like retirement, for example, um, or it might be children's university, which is that much further. Um, but that all, all of those break down into goals that we may be doing achieve, achieving on a monthly basis because at the end of the day, a wealth plan is not a quick fix. This is not quick, you know, um, you know, selling some stuff on Amazon and making a quick buck or, you know, trading on like the stock exchange um, on Forex trading and making a quick win. Financial wealth planning is m- much more about looking at your bigger picture and looking at your bigger goals and breaking it down and figuring out, okay, how can I make those bigger goals, those bigger things happen? Now, the money that you make, the income that you make does play a part in that because that feeds into that wealth plan completely. So what we're going to do is we, we, we know what the goal is. So that's what we covered last week. So if you haven't listened to that, go back. Um, I'm not talking about revenue, which you can see if you're looking at the screen, you might be seeing some bits about revenue here. I'm not focusing on that at, uh, for this this series. Um, uh, it's more about being the planner, not the not, not the generator of um, income. Um, although this wealth later on, if you are creating a wealth plan that has a pot of money, that will generate revenue for you later on. So this is the beginning of the month. So you want to be really clear each month exactly what it is that you want to be achieving so what do you want to feel what do you want to receive what do you want to give how do you want to feel in this month now we've got the very clear goal that we've achieved from before and so you might be feeling that you want to um raise your vibration that little bit more you might want to feel that you want to receive um a bonus at work um you might want to give back to charity in some way or you know clear the loft and give all that to a local charity in some in some respects you might want to sell it and make some more revenue so it's just about thinking about okay what's the focus this month what what do i want to achieve by the end of the month now that's all about the energy and the vibe because sometimes we just focus on the pure figures we can lose track on actually um how it how it feels to achieve the, these objectives 
So um, what I want you to think about is, okay, so I've got this big goal for say 12 months time, I'm gonna use the amount of 50,000 as an example. Now, if we break down 50,000, I'm just gonna grab my calculator so I can show you on the screen, those that are on, on YouTube or on video. Um, apologies, those that are on um, the listening podcast. Um, I, will, I will obviously share what the figures are, but if I take 50,000 and I divide it down into 12 over 12 months, that's 4,166 pounds. Now for the average person, 50,000 in 12 months is, 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 is too much, right? That becomes a too big of a, a, a leap potentially, potentially for some people to earn um, an extra four grand a month. Um, it might be a case of, okay, well, within we need to sort of adjust our time frame um, or we need to break down the, the goals that a little bit more. So let's just say we say, okay, well, actually 40,000 of that is to, is to buy a new house, for example. So I'm actually going to set 40,000 for over the next three years. So we're going to divide that um, by three. Uh, 40,000 and then divide it by 12. And that would mean that person would need to put aside 11, sorry, 1,100 a month over the next three years to achieve that three-year goal of saving 40,000. So as you can see, it takes quite a lot each month. If you think about a monthly basis, that's a lot of money. Um, let's just say that the other 10 grand of their 50 grand uh objective was to clear debt so we're going to take the 10 grand divide that by 12 and that's 833 now that's still a lot of money to a lot of people but it's probably it's still achievable for some that maybe um haven't overextended themselves with a massive massive mortgage or a massive massive car loan and that kind of thing they've maybe got a little bit of spare cash but for some people they are living you know hand to mouth so they don't have spare 800 pounds a month um so sometimes it's a case of, okay well, we need to break that goal down again and i need to spread that it's not over one year it's over maybe five years that we're going to clear this debt off but what you end up in a situation of particularly with debt just to focus on that just for a moment is you're trying to clear the debt you don't have anything spare and therefore, how can you bring in extra revenue? And you are end up robbing Peter to pay Paul and, and going around in circles. So you end up becoming a bit of a frugal budgeting master. <laughs> and um, I, I don't really need to teach those people how to budget because you know, you're down to the penny as to where to buy the loo roll, where, why to buy, where to buy the best pasta, et cetera. That's not my bag, that's not my game. Um, but what I would say is that you still have to be very clear on the bigger picture and how you can break those things down. Because if you're on 0% interest rate on your credit cards, for example, well, when does that 0% run out? That should be your time frame to clear your debt down and being super clear on um, what, what that time frame might be. So then you make a note in the diary. OK, well, if I can't do that, just to say it finishes in eight months time, I can't achieve that, then... Um, make a note in a diary for when that rate does come up and therefore you can then do another balance transfer. But what's crucial is that you're not then getting in a situation where you're then reliant on credit cards and then that debt is only getting bigger. That only takes, there's two ways of doing that. There's there's, there's sort of a bit of a, uh, a saying, which is um, in financial services or in financial wealth planning in general, is that you have the revenue income coming, incoming stage and then you have the accumulation stage. And you can't really accumulate wealth whilst you're not having the revenue. So I would go back to your income. Do you need to look at 
getting a pay rise, having a second job, whatever it takes, like improving your revenue stream in your business, having other products or other offerings and working with a business coach to potentially or career coach to improve your revenue coming in so that you have then more spare to clear those debts and achieve those objectives. Um, so obviously I can't cover everything in this one little quick series. So I'm trying to, um, there are other podcasts that you can go and listen to, which can help on some of these subjects we've talked about already. Okay, so let's just say you have the £800 spare, but there's other things you want to do, right? There's other things you want to achieve. Um, and, you know, you might be thinking that you want to go out more and you want to see your friends more or you want to go to the cinema. So it all comes back to budgeting, but in a not just the, the loo roll, the weekly shop kind of way, but actually how your other spending is being spent. So I don't see budgeting as a, um, you know, luck where are you going to buy the loo roll? <laughs> what I see budgeting is, is more of a case of, okay, what is your other spending? What are you spending uh, uh, sort of unknown items on? So the only way to do that is to look back on what you've been spending. So we're in January as I'm recording this. So December's not the best time to be doing that because you might have done a lot of your Christmas shopping. Um, ideally, if we're making a savings each month towards next Christmas, you can put that into a separate pot. It'll then mean that you know um, you're not having to, excuse me, you've got hiccups. Um, you're not, you know, then know that you're not having to wait until December and then like you're clearing your, your, your bank account when you've got, you know, probably Christmas parties and other things to think about. Um, so it's look, think, looking at your budgeting sort of much more bigger, wider pe picture. What have you got coming up that, you know, you're going to need to put some money aside for? So it's two things when it comes to achieving these goals is being super realistic about things that are going to come up in the month. You can plan ahead for some of that for birthdays and holidays and putting aside a reasonable amount, whether it's 100, 200 pounds, which is like your float money that then means that you're not clearing yourself out. If you've got emergency money, that it means that you're not having to also then, um, you know, if you've got the tire goes on your car or the washing machine breaks um, you're not then having to um, again take it out that your core money because it's you know it's in your float pot or emergency pot so when it comes to achieving these bigger goals that you're looking to achieve it's, it, you do have to look at this detail and look back at your spending where your ad hoc spending is and um, where in the year you might have other sundry items or other other things that might come up and especially if you've got kids there there's there's constant so you know we've got april we've got the summer the spring holidays easter holidays summer we've got the summer holidays it's looking at the whole year ahead and saying okay what are my annualized costs and how can i break that down into a monthly allowance so that i'm then not you know, okay, I'm going to put £20 aside, £30 aside, £50, £100 aside. And it's not that you can't afford it in those months. It just means that then you can start allocating your money on a monthly basis. So if I then said, right, you need to invest £1,000 a month for that bigger goal, or you need to start saving £800 a month towards that bigger goal, you can clearly know what you have got spare or you haven't. This is the most sort of most crucial thing when I'm talking to clients if I ask them what their mortgage is they know the answer if I ask them what their you know general spending is each month they know the answer um but then when I turn around and say okay well to achieve your retirement goal or to achieve your investment goal you need to be doing a thousand pounds a month 
they're not sure if they can afford that or not because they're not honestly on top of things. So being your own wealth planner, I, I can't do that for all clients all the time. But a big part of looking after your finances yourself is looking at where all the money's going. Because for some of my clients, they're earning quite, quite well, but they get to the end of the year and they don't really know where their money's gone. And this is what I'm talking about. This key element is crucial. So giving your money a job, whether it's for, you know, the summer holidays, for the Christmas party, for buying a new wardrobe for the summer, whether it's, um, you know, the kids having a nice, like lots of trips out at their Easter time, putting a, a sort of float aside for all of those sort of sundry items and putting it in a separate account gives you the opportunity to monitor your money that much more closely. So that is how you start to plan your money goes, breaking down your budget, not just the general food shop, not just the general outgoings like the mortgage, etc. It's looking back on the previous months and being realistic and saying, okay, what is my actual budget? So what I'm sharing on my screen right now is the budget planner that's in my wealth um, wealth accelerator planner that's available on Amazon. Um, and it's a weekly, daily planner that allows you to break all this down and just monitor it on an ongoing basis. Um, it does have this uh, monthly uh, budget planner in there and it has a retrospect at the end of the month as well. Um, I personally use a spreadsheet because I can update it and I look at all my sundry items and I have a budget for all of my general expenditures. Um, I have horses, so I have a budget for my horses each month um, and for my kids, etc. So as a household, we do actually plan quite a lot and put aside quite a lot. Um, so right now, if you said, what could you afford to invest or to um, achieve a, a certain goal, I know how much I'd have spare. So that is, um, in a nutshell, is how to plan your money goals. So last week we talked about how to set your, set your money goals. Two key things there. Um, know what the goal is plan right list out all the all, all the the um, things that you want to potentially achieve whittle them down into three things that you want to achieve um, and then come up with a figure that you want to achieve in that 12 months now moving on to this week we've just talked about how to achieve those or how to plan those money goals it's clear carefully looking in a nutshell at your budget and saying how much do I realistically have spare per month to, to put towards that goal and I've broken down in detail a little bit more about that next week we're going to talk about um, how to make um, your money goals happen so we're going to put that into a little bit more detail from what I've covered today and then after that we're going to talk about how to be more accountable for your money goals so I hope that's super helpful. If you're wanting to really get in control of your finances, then do listen to the rest of our podcast, which is the Wealth Accelerator podcast hosted by myself, Rebecca Robertson, and several, um, lots of guests that come on and talk about lots of different subjects. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. For further help or to connect with Rebecca directly, please head over to the website www.rebeccarobertson.co.uk where you can find further information on our planner, book and how to further maximise your wealth. Our sponsor, Evolution Financial Planning for regulated advice on pensions, investments, mortgages, insurances on www.evolutionfinancialplanning.co.uk forward slash podcast.